0: This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you are all doing well. One of my great Ayurvedic teachers, Vadyamishra, would often say that most people, especially those in our Western world, are spice deficient. And what do I mean by that? Ayurveda specifically recognizes and promotes the use of spices in cooking and for medicinal use because they enhance digestion, absorption of nutrients, and assimilation of food. Spices also improve the appetite, they aid elimination, they nourish the internal organs and prevent doshic imbalance. It should also be stated here that spices, like food and beverages, are categorized in Ayurveda according to their energetic effect. And this is the energetic effect they have on each dosha. I'll speak more about that effect on individual doshas later. So taste itself, or rasa, is medicinal. And spices provide a harmonious blend of the six Ayurvedic tastes, which are sweet, sour, salty, pungent, bitter, and astringent. Now, many have heard about the astonishing evidence on the benefits of turmeric. But the advice I have given before is not to take the herb by itself because it can be too harsh on the liver, but to cook with it. Cumin, coriander, fennel, nutmeg, cardamom are all very valuable. As treatments in a host of digestive problems. Ginger not only is a great digestive aid, but it helps rid the body of toxins or AMA. It assists with respiratory congestion, colds, fever, vomiting, constipation. And incontinence, just to name a few. In Ayurveda, it is referred to as a universal medicine. That's ginger. So spices in general stimulate the secretion of digestive enzymes. Let's talk about how their particular energetics affect a specific dosha. Let's start with vata. Most spices are good for vata, they help increase agni or that digestive fire, they stimulate appetite and help dispel gas. They help to digest heavy and sweet food, which are typically good for vata types. But we don't want to encourage overly hot spices like hot peppers or mustard, because they can dry out the vata constitution, which is already dry. We want to stimulate digestion, but not create more drying conditions. So ginger is quite good, as are most spices, except those which are too hot. Next, we have pitta dosha. We know that pittas already have an abundance of heat. So we don't want to encourage those with predominant pitta dosha to eat hot spices. And a lot of pitta people do tend to go for the very hot foods, which increase and inflame their already hot systems. But we do encourage spicing the food, especially heavy food even for pittas. So we must look for the more cooling spices, like cooling fennel, which I consider a star as a digestive aid, but also cilantro, cardamom, cumin, coriander, mint, and rosemary. Coriander or cilantro is absolutely one of my favorites. Then we come to Kaffa people. Spicing is great for Kaffa, predominant individuals, even the very hottest spices, because they provide that necessary digestive stimulus for their often sluggish digestive system. All spices are good for coffee people. The spices serve to increase their metabolism and prevent fat and water from accumulating in the tissues. Coffas do very well with black pepper which is again, one of my favorite spices to add regularly to their meals. Since spices are particularly stimulating in Ayurveda, we refer to them as rajasic. And rajasic literally means that adds movement or agitation. But there are spices that are considered sattvic or blissful, and those that provide this blissful balance we are seeking. And some examples of those spices include ginger, cinnamon, cardamom, turmeric, basil, fennel, and coriander. There are a few spices that are balancing for all three doshas, and that is worth mentioning. They are clove, coriander, and fennel. And these are good to include regularly in everyone's diet. Clove, for instance is a warm and pungent spice, which helps dispel excess gas. It's good for nausea, vomiting, and is relieving for headaches. It clears the head, the sinuses, and lungs. is excellent for nerve and head pain, like toothache, Clove helps to open and clear the channels, so it is a heating spice. It would not be good for inflammatory conditions. Coriander is also pungent and balancing to all three doshas. But unlike clove, it is cooling This is coriander, the seed. The leaf of coriander is cilantro and is even more cooling. Coriander is good for colds and flu, hay fever, skin rashes, herpes, toxic blood conditions. And cilantro has a chelating effect and actually breaks down and eliminates toxic metals like mercury from the system. Coriander treats burning urination and is good for venereal diseases. It also cleans and decongests the liver and is particularly good for hyperacidity. And then of course we have fennel. Fennel is slightly warm but considered by many to have a cooling nature. It is considered the most balancing and sophic of all spices. Fennel is always fabulous for abdominal pain. Fennel is also good for menstrual cramping, hernia, and colic. Fennel effectively treats morning sickness, nausea, vomiting, and anorexia. And fennel is a wonderful addition to our food and regularly to our diets. I would like to finish up on spices with this one caveat. Most commercial spices that you buy in the supermarket have been irradiated Their prana or life force has been destroyed. Please consider buying your spices from a natural food source. Once those spices are powdered, they soon lose their medicinal value within a few months. Use them whole when you can and cook them into your food for the best possible source of nutrition and system support. Last, I wish to talk about sugar and sweeteners. Most of us love the sweet taste. I do. I've always had a sweet tooth. The basic taste of the body is sweet. Sweet is one of the main six tastes in Ayurveda and is very important in our bodies. The sweet taste actually builds tissue. That's why it is considered in Ayurveda as one of the most important tastes for vata people or those in the vata stage of life, the elderly in particular. However, in excess, sweet taste can derange all three doshas. So moderation, as always, is the key and choosing our sweets wisely. Sugar itself is tonic. As I said, it, it builds tissue. It's demulcent and that's oily and soothing. Sugar is cooling and calming. But sweeteners do not combine well with many foods. So, in Ayurveda, we recommend you eat sweets between meals, by themselves. They are better digested that way. The body always digests the sweet taste first. So, if you have a big meal, followed by a sweet dessert, the body shuts down the process of digesting that meal in favor of the sweet dessert. So what becomes of the undigested dinner? Well, it is converted to ama, or toxins in the body. And this, of course, ultimately contributes to disease. All natural sugars or or fruit sugars are obviously better than processed white sugar. We all know that. But according to Ayurveda, the best sweetener is honey. And honey is sattvic. Honey is demulcent, tonic, and nutritious. It nourishes the mind, the nerves, and the senses. Honey is also a rejuvenative. But in Ayurveda, we never, ever heat honey, as that process makes the honey toxic, like glue in the body. Do not cook or bake with honey. And if you desire to add it to a warm beverage, that's fine. But do it when the liquid is lukewarm. You never want to heat the honey. I hope I've encouraged you to try to add more spicing to your food. It will benefit you in so many ways and it makes the food quite delicious and appetizing as well as improving digestion and assimilation of the food. My affirmation for today is my body and mind are nourished daily by the good choices I make. My body and and mind are nourished daily by the good choices I make. Thank you for joining me. I hope you'll join me next time. As always, should you have any comments or questions, please visit my Facebook page, Healing Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me and see you next time. Blessings.